grandparents started in 1975, and my job was to learn marketing. And so when I did that, of course, when you're 15, you got to learn marketing. It's, it's not fun. It wasn't really interesting. Right. But when I actually joined Tanisha years ago in the MLM company, I had always gotten really good results and other people would ask me like how are you recruiting people how are you selling because what was um i guess common knowledge to me i thought everyone knew mm-hmm. and i was learning everybody didn't know that so i would start teaching my dad who then started telling other people and people would just start asking me like can you just help me with my brand not mlm i don't want to join but i need help with what i have Mm -hmm. so it kind of made sense for me to start my own agency five years ago Mm -hmm. and last year alone i helped over 27 brands hit their first six figures nice Nice, 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 nice. So tell us like, um, you know, why, you know, are you actually doing this? Why are you doing uh, this marketing agency to help people? My thing is that a lot of the people who look like us, we don't have access to um, huge corporations and we don't have, you know, the corporate friends where we can say, hey, we can call them up and say, hey, let's go right. play golf. How did you make your first million? Mm-hmm. Or what do I need to do to get this new Ferrari? Mm-hmm. We don't have access to that because a lot of our people are first generation business owners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. the women who look like me, mm-hmm. we don't have to let what society says about us define our lives. Mm-hmm. I have children and I, I thrive. Mm-hmm. We don't have to stay on food stamps. We don't have to stay on, on Medicaid. But you don't have to be in a box that society says like oh this is who you are this is what defines you this is this box that you have to stay in you don't but a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. how to get the skill sets or they don't know how to turn their passion and their purpose they don't know what the next steps are and a lot of times they get online and we're in church Mm -hmm. and we're reading self-help books Mm -hmm. and everybody says keep praying about it just keep praying but nobody tells us what the middle part is. Mm-hmm. Everybody says I started here mm-hmm. and I ended up here and it was an overnight success story, but mm-hmm. nobody talks about what the middle part mm-hmm. looks like. Like mm-hmm. what was the action that was taken? Cause that's what the people need to know. Right, 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 right. What, what actually happened. So tell us, you know, from when you was a little girl, teenager to now being a mom of like, how many kids you got? Six. Six children. Like I need you to go in depth about how you're running a business, a six-figure business with six children, and you're married. Yes. Okay, so we're a blended family. And so I had two kids, and then my husband had two. Mm-hmm. They all live with us, mm-hmm. and then we have two together. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I started out on food stamps. Mm-hmm. We started out with Medicaid, and I was like, this is not it. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go, like, do self-care. Right. I want to go do all these different things. I want to take my kids on vacation, too. Right. And that was just not, like, it seemed so far off. Right. So that's how I got started in MLM, mm-hmm. because I was still my dad's secretary and doing his marketing. Mm-hmm. And so um, it took a mindset switch, because I was like, okay, what's something that's easy? That was my thing was I wanted something easy to do in my free time. But what you taught me is that it's not going to be easy Mm -hmm. and you may be able to do it, 
like in your time that you're not working but yeah. it's not going to be something you can grow to six figures yeah. in your free time right you told me that up front you was right. like that's a lie you can't do that right so i started in learning about my skill sets and i started saying okay how can i apply the marketing that i already know mm -hmm. how can i take that and put this over here to where it makes sense right. so that's when i started like really honing in on the language that my audience speaks mm -hmm. how can i hone in on connecting with them and getting sales that's when i was like okay what do i do for my family business that i can do so that included following up that included having a plan of action that included having a strategy mm -hmm. then i said okay how can i get the same people who have already purchased to come back mm -hmm. and how can i get them to spend more mm -hmm. when they come back right so i started following up i started writing out my retention strategy and I started tapping into the four pillars of target audience mm -hmm. and I know a lot of coaches say you got to know your target audience mm -hmm. but nobody really like homes in like we do mm -hmm. and they're like hey these are like the pillars and this is like what you need to do so I decided to break it down and simplify it because I hate when things are difficult mm -hmm. and I hate when people talk in mm -hmm. like marketing lingo because mm -hmm. it, everybody doesn't understand that right and so I okay let's break down the demographics mm -hmm. and we're gonna look at how old they are where mm -hmm. are these people located then i said okay now now that we know that let's go into the psychographics mm -hmm. which are the personality traits but it's more than just like what publications they read and uh where do they hang out at i want to know where do you shop in how long does it take you to actually make a purchase after you see something that you're interested in mm -hmm. like i went a lot deeper where do you hang out at where do you shop at where are you shopping and eating when you're splurging mm -hmm. when is she splurging what kind of person is she where does she frequent mm -hmm. so i went way deeper and then i also um learned to read the data because i was like okay these back offices on a lot of these sites they tell us like this person um shopped on this page or this person was on this website page mm -hmm. so i learned to read the data that was already there mm -hmm. and how to just show up mm -hmm. during the times that they were most active and applying all of those steps in together mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i also looked at okay where do these people already shop mm -hmm. that similar items to what mm -hmm. i was selling at the time which was fitness items mm -hmm. so I put all of that together and I've already, I've always been really transparent, mm -hmm. especially on Facebook. And so my audience was like, that makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. How can we do it? Mm -hmm. And so even now on Facebook guys, I give a lot of tips. So if y'all mm -hmm. want to add me, it's mm -hmm. Melanie Drury Allen on Facebook, mm -hmm. but I give out tips mm -hmm. and I, I want it to make sense to people mm -hmm. because a lot of people say I want generational wealth, but they don't really understand what that means. Right. Generational wealth is it's not just you buying your dream car mm -hmm. or your drink it's literally putting generations on mm -hmm. so your decisions today can put your grandkids on your children's children mm -hmm. future generations because mm -hmm. our people start from the bottom mm -hmm. a lot every generation starts from the bottom mm -hmm. but how mm -hmm. can you really break those generational curses mm -hmm. if you're not sure like what what they really are mm -hmm. so for example if like one of the generational curses that my family had was a lot of people have their babies when they're in high school. Mm -hmm. That's not what I was grown and married when I had all my kids. Mm -hmm. Nice. So that was one of the things that I said, I'm, it stops here. Mm -hmm. But another thing is when we're breaking curses and we're saying, I want this to be easy mm -hmm. and I 
this vision that keeps us up at night mm -hmm. and we're, we're patting our wigs and mm -hmm. we're trying to figure out where the overwhelm is coming from mm -hmm. it's because you just don't know the next steps and right. you don't have clarity mm -hmm. and we're looking for an elevator to success when you have to take the stairs mm -hmm. and if something is your vision and your passion and it's going to be pushed generations on it's not going to be easy right so oftentimes we revert back to what's comfortable mm -hmm. and what like if we take a break or we just go say oh well, i'm just gonna buy more merchandise right. but the truth is that we sitting on merchandise at home or in our trunks already that we can't get off of right <laughs> right it's true yeah, from a sale. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. That's that's true. So here's the thing, right? I want you to tell people like managing being a mother because people need to really understand this because people make excuses. Oh, I can't do it because of my husband. I can't do it because of, you know, my children. I can't do it because of this or because of that. You got six and you're married. Like give us some inspiration on how you are working daily you know, and overcoming all of these obstacles, because I'm sure, you know, you definitely have some obstacles, um, you know, that you're going through being a mom of six and a wife. Yeah. So my youngest is two and my oldest is 14. And of course, all the rest of them are all in between there. Mm -hmm. So what we do is I'm really big on having systems in place. So one of the things that I've because it's overwhelming when you have children, no matter how many you have. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I know I need to do this for my business, but I have to be a parent first. Yep. So I started looking at, okay, what am I doing here that can make it easier, you know, on both ends? Right. Where Where is the sweet spot with the balance? Right. So just like I was saying, okay, I'm building strategies and schedules for my business. Mm -hmm. I need to do this for my children. Right. So I have them on a schedule mm -hmm. and they get up at a certain time we time block like our whole day is cut out so what that looks like is every morning on monday through friday they get up at 6 a.m and the older one has to help one under him okay so 14 he makes sure the next one has his stuff the next one and it's on down the line mm -hmm. okay <laughs> so we have we're really big on like helping the other one and like really big Mm -hmm. So then what we do is my oldest gets everybody since he's 14. He is more so of like not the caregiver, but he's the more responsible one since he's older. Mm -hmm. So he makes sure the youngest is in the car. Everybody mm -hmm. loads up. We go, mm -hmm. They go to school. <laughs> and my two-year-old does not go to school. She stays with my husband. He okay. has his own business as well. So she stays with him okay. during the day. We kind of like just switch off. But we time block. So after, by the time they get out of school, mm -hmm. I'm usually closer to being done for the day because it's closer to the evening. Mm -hmm. We go to practice. Everybody pretty much plays a sport or mm -hmm. instrument. They're all mm -hmm. into extracurricular activities. Okay. So they go to um, after school club mm -hmm. and they have like additional tutors and stuff that I make sure they're on top of their stuff as well. Right. So I do hire additional help as far as like tutors. Mm -hmm. um, just only one me and it's six of them. And then that's a lot. Yep, I use that time to make sure I cook dinner. I cook dinner every day, okay. Monday through Friday. Wow. So the night before, I will say we do start taking out the meat, doing mm -hmm. that type of thing. But time blocking and just like you come in with your work schedule, mm -hmm. 
I do the same thing with my children. Wow. They stay on schedule. And I teach them the schedule. And we write it out. It's hanging up on our refrigerator. So I'm like, hey, who day is it to wash dishes? Who's mm-hmm. that? So they know to look at it. So I don't have to say anything. Because my thing is that I look at statistics a lot. Mm-hmm. Parts of entrepreneurship that people typically don't like to talk about, mm-hmm. I talk about. So statistics already tell us that in America, one in three black boys go to Wow. Three boys and three girls. So I have to take measures early so my children don't become statistics. So that looks like I have to keep them busy. I have to make sure that they're doing productive things. I make them, um, every week we have a word of the week. I let them pick the word. And I'll tell you like a really quick funny story. One week our word was intergluteal crease is what my five-year-old picked out. And it's like the line under like your butt. Mm-hmm. So they, and every, all week they have to use the word. So of mm-hmm. course they wore that out. Yeah, but we, I do things to make sure that they are like on top of things and that they're responsible because I don't want my kids to be, you know, in toxic relationships. Mm-hmm. I no. don't want my, my boys to be, so I'm raising like, this is gonna be somebody's wife one day and right. somebody's and they're going to know, like, you open the door for your wife. Right. This is how when you communicate, because a lot of black men do not know how to communicate mm-hmm. effectively. Right. And it's them like, you can't cry. You can't. And so they're taught young not to feel emotion. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not in my mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it. Wow. And because people, really and truly, children need to know that their feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. A lot of struggle with that. And that's right. why... We struggle when our businesses mm-hmm. with overwhelm because of friendship traumas, relationship traumas, <laughs> being traumas. <laughs> Say that. And yeah, and it makes us revert back to what's comfortable because somebody has said something and it stuck with us. It mm-hmm. stuck in our subconscious mind, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of our self-image comes from. Mm-hmm. So when you have kids, or if any of y'all on here have kids. Every day, tell them something positive. Mm-hmm. Every day, teach them how to pray. Mm-hmm. Every single day, when my kids are on the way to school, mm-hmm. we say affirmations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the head and not the tail. Mm-hmm. I'm above, not beneath. We do that every morning. And I know some mornings they be looking like, oh, Lord, here go mama. <laughs> but I tell them, you have to say that until you believe it. Right, right, right. And that's key, even in business. Like, you got to say affirmations you know, in your business, um, you know, how do you keep yourself going? You know, being self-employed, like, how do you keep yourself going, right? You have to say, you know, affirmations. You got to, you know, get yourself motivated. You know, you got to keep, you know, yourself, you know, inspired. Like, it's not easy. And then you got to be around, you know, the right people that's also going to pull you up and lift you up too. So, you know, it's not, this shit ain't easy, man. This is not easy. You know, people think you could just start a business and poof, now I made six figures, now I made seven figures. No, it takes a lot, right? It takes a lot. Now, tell us about some some books and some personal development um, things that you have, you know, went through on your journey um, of building your empire. Okay, so my absolute favorite book, I'm reading it again right now as we speak, is Psycho-Cybernetics. Okay. That is my ultimate favorite book mm-hmm. and it's simply because those business traumas and those childhood traumas and the friendship traumas that you deal with it addresses how the mind works mm-hmm. so it talks about your subconscious mind and how we can train our mind because mm-hmm. sometimes we say affirmations and we like okay lord what's the tracking number on this blessing i just asked you for <laughs> or okay my affirmation 
affirmations ain't working like they said they would. Mm-hmm. And if you say affirmations every day and you write down your goals, but you don't believe you can do it, mm-hmm. they're not going to work. And so you have to tap into that psycho-cybernetics of what's stopping me from believing in myself. It could be something somebody said. It could be just a self-doubt that you have. Mm-hmm. So I also make sure that I tell all of my students and my children, for example, if you fail a test, that doesn't mean that you're bad at math. Mm-hmm. It just means either you weren't ready mm-hmm. or you weren't pre- prepared yeah. for that. And it's like saying, okay, that route didn't work. Right. Don't stop. Right. Don't consider yourself a failure. Mm-hmm. Try a different route. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to like learn to let it roll off of your back where mm-hmm. you say, okay, this didn't work. So I'm not going to like let this handicap my success i'm not gonna let this handicap my next level Mm -hmm. because that's what we do as people we take it so we take everything to heart Mm -hmm. and then we're like okay i'm not good at business Mm -hmm. but then you know you still up writing down what you want to do in your goals and you're like i know i can't get this from working a job i'm good even if you want to keep your job i'm not knocking a good job especially with benefits (laughs) but you know that in order for you to get to where you want to go in life you need more than that job and building business like coach tanisha said it's it's not easy and a lot of people sugarcoat it and they're like start a business get an llc make six figures now the first six figures is going to be the hardest six figures so you really have to tap into your income generating activities so what a lot of coaches will do is they'll give you busy work figure out who your audience is but after you figure it out what do you do with it how do you get in front of those people how do you attract them to you nobody really talks about that part right right so It's a lot of coaches. I always say this on Facebook. A lot of coaches know a lot about coaching and a little bit about business. But then you get the coaches, because I have had coaches before. One of my first ever coaches, probably seven or eight years ago now, was Coach Tanisha. And everything that I had ever learned from a business coach, she told me the exact opposite, and it worked. Everybody was like, write down a list of 50 people, inbox those people. And that's what she told me. That don't work. That don't work. We ain't doing that. We're going to position your business where they come to you. Nobody else had told me that. And I was like, it made so much sense. Because we don't want to bother these people we ain't never talked to. Saying, hey, I have a great opportunity. Because I don't respond to people when they do that. (laughs) So it, it was a better way. And she was telling me, like, give yourself permission to to tap into your talents that you already have. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times people will try to restructure your dreams, Mm -hmm. restructure your business, restructure Mm -hmm. your whole brand Mm -hmm. to what they think it should be. And we often look for a template where we're like, if I just get the right DIY uh, YouTube strategy, if I just Mm -hmm. go on YouTube University, Mm -hmm. I can get a strategy. Mm -hmm. If I just go and hang around these people, Mm -hmm. some of their magic will just rub off on me. (laughs) And the truth is, is that you're looking for a template and God called you to, to build the whole blueprint. Mm. That's why it's not working. Mm. So instead of trying to restructure people's brand, I teach people like, you don't need a brand new website to make money. Right. If this is what you want to have for your business, we can perfect it along the way. Right. But right now we need income. Right. So let's, let me teach you how to build campaigns. Mm-hmm. Let me teach you income generating activities. Right. Let me teach you how to make your first six figures. Because mm-hmm. if you can do it once, Oh, you know what to do to keep doing it right. over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It, it's true. And everybody's different. So everybody moves different. Everybody learns different. Everybody reacts different. Everybody takes action differently. So even when I coach people, I'm asking them, what are they passion? What is your passion? And let's work from there because I can't help you get to where I'm at. I'm where I'm at because of my journey and, you know, my story. You got to get to where you're trying to go because of your journey and your story. See, that's why for me, I'm effective as a coach. I'm not telling people, write a list of, you know, 50 people. Let's start calling a whole bunch of people. No. How can I position? How can I position? myself so that I can get $30,000 clients. So I can get $5,000 clients. So I can get $20,000 clients. That is how you coach people. Not writing the list down, not, you know, calling a whole bunch of people, not getting frustrated. No, once you know your value, right? And once you know your worth, now you position yourself so that people can seek you out. Like I got a free YouTube channel where I'm giving away a whole bunch of uh, tips and tricks all the time. YouTube University, you want to learn something? You want to learn how to make some money? Go over there, right? So, I mean, everybody's different. So, I know, you know, with your clients that you have, you tailoring each plan, right? It's not like, here goes a piece of paper. Here's exactly what you do. No, you. that's why, as coaches, you got to charge people for what it's worth, right? That's why coaches that are effective charge what they charge because they know they help people get results, it's really that simple. If you got a coach who's just saying everything that everybody else is saying on YouTube, then I don't know what type of result you plan on trying to get because the internet has 2 billion people online, 3 billion people online. You think calling 50 people and inboxing 50 people is going to get you to six figures? Girl, bye. <laughs> people better wake up. Results is all that matters, and that's what people want. So people need to like wake up and really understand this. Nobody has your blueprint. You have, you know, your blueprint, right? So Melania, just tell us more about like how, um, you know, you coach people. Um, like tell us like walk through like one of your coaching um, sessions and how you're helping people get results, guys. And make sure you're following her um, on Instagram. Okay. Well, I will go over the program that my 75% of my students go through to make their first six figures. So we have the Hype Incubator, and it's an eight-week program, and we have it as a group option or as the one-on-one option. Mm -hmm. But we go through, the first thing is, is hybrid, because people ways so me just saying hey here's a course some people don't learn from courses mm-hmm. so we do have options to where you can take additional courses and it's no additional charge mm-hmm. but you can take the courses and then we also have daily accountability mm-hmm. i know they're probably sometimes mm-hmm. but daily accountability mm-hmm. we are in your face like hey this is what your income generating activity is mm-hmm. today but each week we have a different thing that we focus on mastering and it comes with a workbook for us to work through for the eight weeks so the first thing that we do is we assess your goals because your goals nothing is wrong with big goals but we want it to be realistic if you come and say hey i make about 200 dollars a month right now and i'm gonna be a millionaire by the end of this year i love your drive but and it's possible but if you don't have the disposable income to hire help to help you get there, mm-hmm. six figures could be 
by the end of the year, but not a million. Mm-hmm. So I don't want you to feel like a failure at the end of the year. So first thing is we assess your goals mm-hmm. and then we assess your gaps as far as your social media, your website. A lot of people get traffic and they're like, the math ain't math and I'm not getting sales. Mm-hmm. How do I get the sales? And it's often really something simple within their website. So first thing is we assess the gaps and we make your website a funnel with your lead magnet, mm-hmm. your core products, your add-ons, your mm-hmm. upsells, and we teach you how to campaign and maximize the traffic that's already coming. Mm-hmm. Then we go into the four pillars of your target audience, and we cater it to you. Most people don't know this, but your target audience is one of three versions of you. Mm-hmm. It's either who you used to be, mm-hmm. who you are right now, or who you're becoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want to work with because you don't have to work with the people coming to you now Mm -hmm. you can work with whoever you want to work with it's just positioning it so your content resonates then we go into making sure that you are properly priced Mm -hmm. in the marketplace Mm -hmm. a lot of people that look like us their prices are they looked at somebody on instagram and was like well such and such that her prices at this price so i'm gonna go ahead and just match what she did Mm -hmm. and we end up not knowing that she needed a 45 percent markup Mm -hmm. to be in profit right then we're going to properly pricing after that we go into your content because a lot of people struggle with what do i say Mm -hmm. but when you revisit the target audience portion with what your pain points are for that audience you'll be able to pull content from the pain points Mm -hmm. That's how people go viral. That's how people go from inconsistent to consistent sales. It's because you don't have to like think of content. You go with the frequently asked questions that your customers are already telling you. Right. And then you also go off of what you know they're struggling with. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you also have to figure out, do I want to be a luxury or premium brand or do I want to be affordable? Mm-hmm. You can't be both. People say, I want to be luxury, but I want to be affordable. Everybody ain't going in Gucci buying stuff, but you can't. <laughs> It's a difference. Right. So you have to decide and stay there. Right, right. Okay. After that, we go into strategy. And you actually get access to our strategy vault because our strategies look different for every business. Mm -hmm. No two people are going to get the same strategy. If you're not comfortable going live, then I'm not going to put that in your strategy to go live. Right, right. But you have to know what your income generating activities are. Once we go into strategy, we're looking into your brand. We want to see your aesthetics, your brand voice. Do you have a brand essence as far as the people that you help? Mm-hmm. If you don't have those things in place, you kind of just winging it in your business and you're throwing some stuff out there and you're hoping that it works. Mm-hmm. Which, starting out, that's okay because you can make money and perfect it and upgrade and update down the road. Mm-hmm. But eventually, you're going to need those things in your brand tone, your customer who you work with those things and then we go into building your tribe because the people who follow you are not your audience mm-hmm. they're just followers right we want to get your actual tribe the people that's going to pay mm-hmm. the people that's going to pay yeah right. <laughs> and then we go into common pitfalls so now we're looking at projection mm-hmm. if you do this you're going to drop the ball. Mm-hmm. If this happens, you're dropping the ball. So we go into pitfalls and how you can avoid them. Mm-hmm. Inside of that eight-week incubator, every day you're going to see us. Mm-hmm. We do weekly trainings every single week. Mm-hmm. And then I also pay three additional coaches. We have our mindset coach, mm-hmm. our million-dollar brand coach, mm-hmm. and then we also have another marketing strategist. Mm-hmm. So total, you get access to four people, mm-hmm. courses, daily accountability, 
weekly calls and we're taking time to help you build your business. So a lot of my customers go from inconsistent to 100K in a year because I, it's not us. We working together for eight weeks. Right, right, right. I mean, eight weeks we, is it's a good enough time. Yeah, we, we're going straight straight to the point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not a lot of, hey, tell us your goals. Come, let's mm-hmm. co-work. No, these are your tasks. Right. And this is what we need you to do. Let's talk about how we can maximize your sales. Right, right. Moving in and also moving forward. So tell people the importance of also investing in themselves, right? Because people think that, you know, when they're hiring a coach, they're giving someone money, like, First of all, coaches, real coaches, right, spend a lot of time, a lot of money, um, uh, you know, on their brain, right? A lot of time in personal growth and development. So you're literally, for me, I've been doing this 10 years, right? So when someone hires me to do something for them for 30 days, 90 days, whatever the case is, to work one-on-one with them, I have a set price, right? So that's my price that I think it's worth for me to be able, you know, to work with you to help you get some res- some results, right? And a coach literally helps you take out a lot of headache and helps you cut out time. <clears throat> Isn't that worth it if you're serious about, you know, your business? So tell us the importance, um, Melanie, about investing in yourself. The first thing is when you pay for a coach, the first thing is, is number one, you're paying for all of the education, the books they've read, the courses they pay for, mm-hmm. everything that we have learned and retained and we're applying for you. Mm-hmm. You're paying for all of that. That's what we bring to the table mm-hmm. with us, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, when you invest in, in, your, in a coach, you're investing in your business, mm-hmm. okay? Now, let me say this, because I tell my students this. I'm not a magic wand. Coach Tanisha is not either. You still have to be able to do the work. But we're telling exactly, this is what you need to do mm-hmm. to get to the next level mm-hmm. that you desire. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, when you first book a coach, you need to be clear on what you want the next level to look like. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people say, I just want to be successful. Well, what does that look like? Right. Does that look like paying your rent up for three months? Or do you want to go buy a Bentley? Like, right. what does success look like for you? Right. There is no wrong answer. But you want to have an end goal. Mm-hmm. So we can help you work towards it. Right. But also, you have to understand return on investment. Mm-hmm. You have to understand that. Right. The ROI of it. And you have to be willing to invest some sweat equity time because you have to implement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can get your results all day long. Right. But if you just have a notebook full of notes sitting over there in the corner collecting dust, don't say, oh, well, I booked the coach and it didn't work. <laughs> Go back to that strategy that we just gave you. Mm-hmm. Because I know Coach Tanisha, mm-hmm. we're giving away six-figure strategies. And some of you are like, oh, well, I don't know what to do. If you implement during the program, right. you get the results you want during right. the program. Right, right. It's, it's, it's the truth. It's really, truly, you know, up to you. See, I always tell all my clients, all my students, a coach, it just gives you tools and resources. That's it, right? Not a magic wand, not going to pull out something and poof, you Cinderella now. All a coach job 
is to give you tools and resources and you supposed to use those tools and resources and we show you how to use the tools that we give you right so everybody honestly everybody is not even coachable you know most people feel like oh no well what can she tell me and i have a lot of older people that are older than me i'm only 38 years old i got clients who 45 who's 50 and they're not coachable like all right well what is this young girl gonna teach me but sis i literally made over seven figures from the comfort of my home like my brain has a lot of information that i can literally help you cut out another five years of headache mm-hmm. <laughs> like you got to understand that, sis. You got to be coachable. You got to be humble enough and say, you know what? This girl been doing it for 10 years. This girl been doing it for five years. She been here. She been here. She been doing this. I need to be humble enough to sit down and actually listen and be open-minded and have an open heart. A lot of people don't have an open heart when you're trying to be coachable and building a business. Like you said, a lot of the traumas, you know, from our past, a lot of the traumas from, you know, different relationships, you know, that we was in. Now our hearts are hard right? How can we have an open heart now to now go win, right? Because everybody don't want to win, right? Most people feel like, oh, I'm going to just chill. You know, I'm going to just, you know, watch, you know, social media. If I start a business, I'm going to just post things online. And guess what? You get no results. And then you say, oh, business doesn't work. No. (laughs) No. Business works if you work. Um, she uh, was working a job. She hated. She came to me in October in the last year's incubator, mm-hmm. and she said, "I hate this job." So we sat went over her goals. Mm-hmm. Month one, mm-hmm. she made seven thousand dollars. Nice. Month two, uh, month one was November. Month two was December. She made nineteen thousand dollars and walked away from her job. She put in her two weeks as soon as she got it. January twenty one thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right now, she is on vacation. Mm-hmm. Right. She is riding on the helicopter. Mm-hmm. I saw online a while ago. Mm-hmm. So, God, business and the math, y'all, a lot of y'all say the math ain't mathing. It's not mathing because you're not doing the income generating activities mm-hmm. that we're telling you this has to happen in your business. If you're not good at emailing, mm-hmm. get a copywriter. Right. Get a copywriter. You don't have to do everything in your business. But I will say this I made my first millionaire from a home office in my garage. It took me four years mm-hmm. to be able to get my own building. Mm-hmm. It took me four years to be able to hire a team. Nice. Nice. Was it hard? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was hard. <laughs> it's, right. Especially in a pandemic because I was homeschooling mm-hmm. and still going in the garage to run my business. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm proud That's of you. the part that I don't want to tell you. It was hard a, 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 a garage and I had my, my husband set up my office. And I'm so grateful for him because he said of everything I needed and my kids would get on their classes and then I would be going in there. I, I did most of my stuff in the evening. They got out of school at 3.30. My call started at 3. Nice. So I was helping them and then I turned right around and go work my business. Nice. How bad do you want this? Because you, you may have fallen in love with the idea of entrepreneurship. Like, I love this. I got a business. And people telling you, like, sis, I see you. You hustling. You out there doing it. <laughs> but you know, at home, you watching, you binge watching Netflix mm-hmm. instead of reading a book, right. instead of taking a course, right. instead of doing what your coach told you to do. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not ready to right. give up, like, the stuff that you enjoy doing that's keeping you comfortable mm-hmm. for the next level, you might not be ready yet. Right. 
Right. It's, 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 it's a real, it's a real problem because, and I deal with a lot of my clients who, who suffer from, you know, self-esteem, like they don't have high self-esteem, you know, they husband, you know, talk down to them, you know, at their job, they being talked down to them, you know, so it's kind of, you know, hard for people to believe in themselves. So I always, you know, tell people, listen, you know, at the end of the day, this is your business. You are leaving something for your children. Your children are going to do the same exact thing that you're doing. So you got to take this thing serious. I always tell people, if not now, then when? Mm-hmm. And if it's not going to be you to start breaking generational curses, then who? And see, here's the thing. People never know. They never know who's the who. Who's the who. <laughs> so it got to be you. And people never know when. They're like, all right, well, what's the date? Let's pick a time. Let's pick a date. They can't never pick a time and date. So the time is now. Right? So the time is now. We're in February 2022. <laughs> February 2023. February 2024 is around the corner, friends. The world is getting worse. We have to get better as people. And coaches help you collapse time. It don't matter how much a coach costs. It don't matter how much an event costs. It don't matter how much a book costs. It don't matter how much a course costs. Do you believe in yourself enough that you're able to take this thing and then go to the next level with it? A lot of people, like you said, Melanie, a lot of people want to be, you know, entrepreneurs. But then it's like, oh, I don't want to get a coach. I don't want to spend 10 grand on a coach. I don't want to spend five grand, you know, on a coach. I don't want to even spend a thousand dollars, you know, on a coach. So guess what? Now you struggle. Now you keep watching YouTube videos, hoping and praying. Now you're reading all the free ebooks. You still ain't getting the results. It's like, well, damn, I've been doing this for three years and I still ain't got no results get a coach <laughs> that's like the first thing get a coach I get people that come to me and they're like oh I've been trying to do this and I've been watching YouTube videos I've been getting on these calls and I still ain't got the results well who's your coach who's your mentor oh I don't have one well that's the problem people like to skip the marketing they're like if I can just get the products the marketing will come later let me tell you you need a strategy in a beta phase before you even <laughs> launch you need to know where do you fit right. in the marketplace and is how you have it positioned even needed right because we sell what we want Right. But if there is no audience for it, you are going to be stagnant, frustrated, and doubting yourself. Right. The whole time. Literally the whole time. Right. And then, you know, some people like um, the young lady saying, um, blessed by God, some people don't have the money. Guess what? If you believe that you are destined to break generational curses, you're going to find the money. Right. People love, you know, getting their makeup done, hair done, nails done, every damn thing did. You do that for a whole year, you done spent $20,000 on yourself. But now how about spending $20,000 on your brain? See, this is how you add value to yourself. You add value by actually investing money into you, right? You are the best person to invest in, not Gucci. Now, now let's go to Louis. Let's go. No, right? They got plenty of money. They send their kids to the finest schools. What about you? Right? What about you? And then if you don't have money, I have a credit program where I help people fix their credit and access $50,000. So everybody can have all the excuses in the world, but we got the internet. Literally, it's 14 people on here right now. And how many more people are going to see, you know, this uh, video and this whole live right now across the damn world? Like we literally have the ATM at our fingertips. 
We have the ATM at our fingertips. And I always tell people, if you are on Instagram, you on Facebook, you on the internet, you might as well learn how to make some money. Period. People get two jobs, three jobs, four jobs. Two, three, and four jobs is for two, three, and four people. You're one person, right? You have your job and then you start your business part-time, friends, so that you can win and you can go up the ladder and you can leave all the bum shit behind. <laughs> you can leave all the lack shit behind, all the lazy shit behind, friends. We got to keep going, man. And of course, a coach, a mentor. I didn't understand this when I first started. I was like, I'm not hiring no coach for what? I'm not hiring no mentor for what? I could do this on my own. Guess what? Three years of struggle, spent $35,000 trying to figure shit out. And it wasn't until I got a coach, it's like shit started clicking. I'm like, really? Wow. Really? That's how it works? Really? But if I would have gotten the beginning, trust me, I would be, you know, further along. So tell us some people um, that has helped you, you know, um, along your, your journey, Melanie. Ooh, okay. Let's start with Coach Tanisha. <laughs> she was my very, very first coach in MLM before anybody else. I have no idea who even told me about you. Like, ooh, this has been years, years and years, probably seven, eight years ago now. Mm -hmm. But I got... I got in her program and I was like, ooh, she kind of cut throat. Mm -hmm. I used to call her my cousin coach because she'll tell us like, look, none of that shit work. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, okay, get us together. And so I, it was the, something that I needed to hear. Mm -hmm. And so that's what started me mm -hmm. on the path. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if she knows this, mm -hmm. but I've been like in her programs on and off over the years. Mm -hmm. And Coach Tanisha is like the get you together coach. Mm -hmm. Like, it's cool to have it look pretty mm -hmm. and it's cool to have it look nice, but like, where the sales at? Right. It, it's great to get money. the props, but do your bank account match that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, she ain't lying. Let me get my notes. Where my notes at? <laughs> so she, went, she taught me how to really hold myself accountable. Mm -hmm. And she opened my eyes to, you can, do you want to leave your kids Jordans? and polos or you want to leave them like land rental homes she was like this is what's possible and so then i had to take a look within self and within how i was raised and i was like this is what my parents did they created their own economy for us and i just never tapped into it so that's what really opened my eyes um another coach that helped me was um her name is laquanya shantae she really helped me she's she my cousin keep a real coach too um, now I believe she's trading, mm -hmm. but she was really, really good. Um, love her to pieces. That's now my cousin at this point. Mm -hmm. um, my current mentor, uh, or who helped me do my rebrand, is the Brandon Boutique. Mm -hmm. And she is based out of Miami. Mm -hmm. So they come in and they do like your whole rebrand as far as like creative direction, how you want it to look, how do you want to appeal. So you, I pretty much came in and told Miss Shayna mm -hmm. and her whole team, like, this is what I want my new brand to look like because mm -hmm. I rebranded back in November. Mm -hmm. I've only rebranded once in five years. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do this myself. Mm -hmm. I want somebody else. I right. want to tell them what to do and I want them to do it for me. Right. And so I worked behind the scenes almost a year on a rebrand. Mm -hmm. So a lot of y'all will rebrand and you'll mm -hmm. do something and then next week it's out there. Right. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. You gotta go through the phase. Mm -hmm. You got a full strategy. That's how a relaunch and any launch really mm -hmm. only works when people are anticipating it right so i went yeah. back i did my own whole strategy i restructured my offers to where my students could just get more and i could help more people mm -hmm. and not be burnt out mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. they help me hire um, the right way because a lot of people get on these job applications and they are lying. Then you get them back there and they like on the TikTok videos mm-hmm. when they like, you got to help me because I lied on this application. <laughs> people really out here doing that. Yeah. So I learned how to hire effectively. Mm-hmm. And those are like my top people. I would also say, I would also say Kendra Lewis. <clears throat> Excuse me. She helped me um, as well. She's really good as far as like your business credit and make, holding you accountable, making sure that you have, you know, your stuff together. Mm-hmm. So, I but I also will say this. I pray for, like, God align me with the people that I'm supposed to be aligned with. Show me the people who know more than me. I don't want to be the smartest one in the room. Mm-hmm. I want to be the person who comes in the room with the notebook mm-hmm. where I'm learning from them. So, I will say that this journey, the people that I thought would be here with me five years later, Sometimes God is keeping, he's hiding you because he know if you get to that next level, you got some people in your circle that's going to cause you to lose it all. So you can't go until you let the people that was meant to be a chapter, you got to close the chapter. You can't keep dragging on the way and you can't keep collecting red flags. Mm. Mm. You just said, God, show me who not for me. And then he showed you, you'd be like, oh, not them, I love them. <laughs> show me somebody else. <laughs> So you have to go ahead and learn the lesson before you get to the next level. So you have to be okay with, I love them. This person showed me and mm-hmm. taught me, mm-hmm. but they're not meant to go with me. Right. People, you know who ain't on you and right. who, it's not that, oh, well, I want to bring my friends. Some of these people are not going to the next level. They don't want to. And when you get there, they, you lose everything. So you can't go either until you let them go. Mm. That, you have to say mentally, that. that's the part of entrepreneurship people don't want to talk about. Yeah, mentally. Like, that's true because I've had some friends that I had to let go. And I was like, no, I knew her for 25 years. You kidding me? Like, that's my role, dog. Like, we go to the club and all that together. She wasn't trying to grow. She just wanted to stay in the projects. And I was like, uh-huh, sis, I don't want to stay in the projects. I'm trying to drive a Bentley. You still trying to take the train. We ain't compatible, you know, anymore. But... You know, again, it takes growth to actually grow from people, right? Again, we think, oh, you know, my friends could be around me. I could show them. But like Melanie said, a lot of people don't want to go nowhere. It's only 1% of people in the world that's winning. Everybody else is losing. You got to say, where do I want to be? Do I want to be a part of the 1%? Or do I want to keep being a part of the 99%? Right? And it takes a lot of time, work, effort, money, every damn thing, man. So at the end of the day, friends, evaluate your circle. If you're trying to go up and you're trying to go somewhere, start evaluating your circle. I literally had to get rid of a lot of people that I grew up with. Now I have a whole nother circle. We all boss babes. We all hang out. We talking about money. We talk about business credit. We talk about American Express. We talking about how we going here and going there. It's a whole nother conversation. Right? It's a whole nother conversation. We ain't talk about Section 8 no more and welfare. And they talk about giving stimulus checks. And I can't wait to get another stimulus check. Or, oh, I'm waiting for my tax refund to come so I can make a move. Uh-uh. We make tax refund checks every damn day working for your damn self. Right? So at the end of the day, it's like <laughs> the mentality that you need to win. It has to literally take a 360 from being a loser mindset, employee mindset, to being a winner and an entrepreneur takes literally, guys, 
uh, you know, a 360, guys. Make sure you're following, um, you know, her here on and on Facebook. So, Melanie, tell us what you got going on, where people can, you know, find you, any offers that you got going. Uh, okay, so I, oh, Tanisha pinned my Facebook name. I'm always really super active on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, Hype Marketing House on Instagram. Guys, I have the incubator that I have been telling y'all about. This is for the person who wants to make at least $50,000. You understand return on investment. Mm-hmm. You understand that you want to leave a legacy. Maybe you want to travel the world. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just want to take your kids on vacation and you weren't able to do that. Mm-hmm. But you know that if you had the steps to success and what they look like for you, you could come in and kill it. The incubator would be for you. The next one starts March 1st. If you're interested, it is $2,500 or you can break it down into two payments. Mm-hmm. But it starts March 1st and day one we come in there and already get into the strategy and I do give homework because people yeah. are always surprised mm-hmm. but it's not busy work Right. Not I'm not a fan of busy work mm-hmm. so I just want you to do your activities and I still want to encourage you to take your off day and do you some self care because mm-hmm. we can't be so into our business that we forget who we are as people mm-hmm. right Right, we can't. It's just, it's just you know, in, in, impossible, right? So Melanie has a lot of stuff going on. Um, every Friday, like I said, guys, I am going to be interviewing one of my boss babes that's doing business full time. Next week, I have Lindsay, who is a life insurance agent. She done built that business to six figures. She's gonna be telling us how to get life insurance and how to get policies and the whole purpose. Right, of having life insurance for you to be able to build wealth, uh, you know, with the, you know, for the next generation, guys. And I hit twenty five thousand subscribers uh, last night, right? So I'm giving away five of my Facebook drop shipping courses. So what do you guys have to do is download my free ebook, read it, and then leave me a review on my post. And I'm going to pick five people to give them the Facebook drop shipping course where I'm showing people how to make an extra 200 to $500 a week from the comfort of their home. So Melanie, anything else you want to tell people? Uh, I will say I learned drop shipping from you probably seven years ago. That was one of the first things I learned from you. Listen, if y'all have not <laughs> taken her drop shipping course, I actually started my kids, um, my girls, a business a couple years ago. And right now we're revamping it. But just from drop shipping children's clothes. Wow. They making like five to nine hundred dollars a week. Wow. At the time they were like seven and one. Wow. So she know what she's talking about. Wow. She not a is gonna have you out here doing busy work either so <laughs> then you ain't go out at the door right and go ahead and get that book right right don't, don't procrastinate mm-hmm. don't talk yourself out of it and say i don't have time you have time for what you want mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. plan don't have to go get her book right 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 so happy friday everybody Melanie, thank you for your time um, coming on and sharing your journey with us. Uh, hopefully some people were inspired. Guys, make sure you are following her. Uh, making sure um, that you guys are, you know, if you need the incubator program, 
get into her program, guys. And this is going to be on my Instagram. It's going to be on my Apple podcast. And it's going to be on my YouTube channel. And we know YouTube lasts forever. My Instagram is going to last forever. Podcast lasts forever. So this is content, guys. Literally. Now, I want you guys to watch this over and over if you have to, if you need encouragement, and if you need some inspiration, guys. So I'll see you guys next week. Thank you, Melanie, you know, for coming on. And we'll see you guys soon.